Have you ever felt like you were going crazy trying to survive in this world as a Christian? From denying your flesh and not hauling off on someone that pushes you a little too far to learning how to bring up Jesus in a conversation without being called judgmental. Yeah, I get it. It's been hard for me too. But each week we get to dive deep into these conversations that most believers won't ever talk about and hopefully provide encouragement, healing, and knowledge where it's due. It's time to draw the curtains and bring some things to the light. We're getting real, raw, and true. This is Christian Girl in a Godless World with Dominique Duar. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year. It is the year 2020, and I am just so super excited about the year 2020. I just want to say, hey, y'all, I've missed you so much. I know you haven't heard from me for a while, but I have been sick. I was dealing with the cold. I was dealing with just a lot of um, things going on with my body, and I just really needed a break. (laughs) So I'm glad that I was able to get that break and I'm so happy to be back with you guys. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you. And I just hope that what I share really touches you. Um, Because, you know, I, I really felt led to start this podcast to talk about issues that Um, a lot of Christians don't talk about and is really based on the issues that we have, you know, being Christians, being people of God, living in this world where God is, is really not the forefront and it just gets difficult. So I want to jump right into today's topic, which is judgment. Now, I know that this is a really heavy topic to get into But I I really thought it was really good to start the new year off with this particular topic, because when it comes to the area of judgment, I think a lot of people who are not Christians, you know, have a lot to say about Christians judging other people who may not be Christians, who don't walk um, the path of holiness like God instructs us to do. And I want to talk about that briefly because I I think this is a really good and deep conversation to get into only because, you know, we need to be well informed about when judgment is appropriate versus when it's not appropriate because all judgment is not the same. And and that's what I want to start off saying. Um, And I know that may sound crazy, but there are different types of judgment Um, that is appropriate and there are some that's not appropriate. So I want to touch on um, just kind of a couple of those that um, just hit the area of judgment. So when we think about judgment, we know that that pretty much entails um, just giving somebody your elicited opinion about something that they're doing regarding their life. And, you know, you're telling them something based based on whatever your personal beliefs are. And that's where it comes from. You know, when people judge people, they do so through the lenses of their own life. And they do so through the lenses of their own personal morals and beliefs. So that's where judgments come from. Most time judgments do not come um, out of openness. Um, 
and I'm, I'm talking specifically about um, like harsh judgment and things like that. A lot of times that doesn't come out of openness. And I think it's important that we understand that, you know, it's important to not harshly judge anybody. So I'll start off with harsh judgment because that alludes to the fact that, you know what, what you're doing is totally wrong and I don't agree with what you're doing. So I'm going to tell you in a harsh way that you need to stop doing it or you know you shouldn't be doing this because of, of this particular belief that I have about you as a person or you, you know, being identified as whatever type of person you are in regards to your own personal beliefs. So, so for example, um, there's been a lot of just argument about the way Christians handle non-Christians or people who say that they love God, but they don't really have an intimate relationship with God. And to be honest, there are a lot of Christians who do pass, pass harsh judgment. And it's wrong. You know, it's very wrong. We should not get in a place where we act high and mighty. You know, where we feel like we're better than somebody because, oh, we have a relationship with God. You know, may, you know, we hear from God. We can pray. We can do all of these other things. So we think it's okay to call out somebody else who's not in the same position as us, which totally goes against what Jesus tells us to do. He tells us to um, love our neighbor as ourselves, And he tells us to, you know, encourage one another and show each other love always. You know, God always preaches the ministry of love because he is love. That's who he is. So in being a follower of God and being a follower of Christ, it's really important that we spread that to other people. So even if you see them doing something that you don't agree with, you see them doing something that goes against your personal beliefs or the beliefs that you have being a Christian, it's not always your place to, to like walk up to them and say, you know, ha ha ha, you're doing wrong. You're going to hell. You're doing this. You're doing that. Like, that's not okay. You know, there's a way to do everything. So that that's in the area of harsh judgment. And I think the biggest issue with um, passing harsh judgment is the fact that it really pulls people who are non-Christians, it, it pulls them away from God. They attribute the, the behaviors and the actions of one Christian and they, they put it on the entire, you know, um, belief system and they put it all on God because this one person misrepresented God. Um, you know, they took that to mean that this is who God is. So I know that God will never forgive me for my sins because this person told me I'm going to hell because I slept with this person or I'm going to hell because I did drugs or I'm going to hell because I, I, I drank or anything like that, or I lied, or I, I stole something. So now it's giving this person the illusion that this is who God is. God is not going to forgive a person like me. So why believe in God? Why go to church? Why even reach? Why even talk to God? Why have a relationship with God? Because according to this person who believes in God, because I do all of these, you know, these things. God will never forgive me. God will never 
love me the way I need to be loved. What I'm truly looking for, I can't find that in God. You know, and I and it really grieves me because I can't tell you how many people I've met who have been torn away from God because of the actions of, you know, a few Christians who may just have, like I said, misrepresenting God. And not that they tried to do it on purpose, but what we have to realize is even Christians, you know, we're not perfect. And I think a lot of people forget that, is that even though, you know, we believe in God, that doesn't make us perfect. It doesn't mean that we have everything together because we don't. We don't have everything together. We're That's why we need God, because we can't figure everything out, you know, Day in and day out, I need I need God, y'all, like for real. And I know I'm not the only one, you know, who feels this way. I need God every single day of my life because I have to be able to be the person that he's called me to be. You know, my goal is to be more Christ-like. And I'm not going to sit up here and try to lie and say that I, I do that every day because I don't. I'm not, I, I don't always represent Christ in the right way and that and I don't mean that in a public way it could just be inwardly or just within my own life you know sometimes I may inwardly pass judgment even though I'm not trying to do that but because I'm in this flesh and this flesh is prone to sin in in all degrees it's even more difficult for me to fight that not that it's impossible to fight but it's difficult and sometimes I, I, I succeed and then sometimes I fail. And that's what any other Christian who's really, you know, who really has a desire to follow God. Some days we get it right and some days we don't. And God knew that, you know, when he created us, he knew everything about us. He knew everything we would be. He knew every decision we would make. And he knew which decisions would lead us closer to him and which decisions wouldn't, you know, but God gives us free will. And I just have to remind myself of that even when I make a mistake, because I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, I did, I I dropped the ball today. You know, I judged this person even for a brief moment. And and God is like, remember, you know, he always brings that back. And he always brings me back to him and say, you know, you don't know what this person is going through. So don't judge, you know, but it's, but I think it's, 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 I think it's almost automatic that we as humans do that, period, whether Christian or non-Christian. You know, we all are prone to that because we're all in this flesh. That's just what it is. So I think it's important to realize that even Christians, we struggle. We, I mean, not that we struggle worse than anybody else, but we have just as many struggles because we are trying to get out of the world. We're trying to live our life differently. And not do everything that our flesh is is trying to entice us into doing, you know, that our flesh is automatically drawn to. <clears throat> and, you know, we're, we're actively trying to fight against those urges every single day. Whereas other people who don't follow God, they just do whatever they feel like doing. But as Christians, we can't do that. <laughs> We cannot do that because we are called to be spiritual beings. We are called to to tap into to the Holy Spirit that rests inside of us and not tap into our flesh. You know, so that's why we need God even more. And that's why prayer, fasting, fellowship, you know, studying the word. 
having a personal relationship with God, devotion, all of that is important because it helps keep keep us centered and it helps us to solely focus on God. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there because, you know, a lot of people have this misconception that Christians are perfect and we're not. We struggle just like everybody else. And it's even more harshly because we're fighting against, you know, our human urges. We're fighting against that and we're saying no, we're rejecting it and saying, no, we're going to be I'm going to be more spiritual. I'm not going to give into what my flesh wants. So but also, you know, on the other side of that, you know, because the fact that we as Christians, we're not perfect, we do fall into judgment and we do have those moments where we say things about people um, that we shouldn't say. And it's not okay. It's not okay for Christians to do it. It's not okay for non-Christians to do it. You know, it's it, no one should judge anybody because everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own story. Everybody has been through something. And it's important that we recognize that in people and that we show them mercy and we show them love. Like I said, the, the whole love ministry, that's, that's what God is about. He's about us showing love to one another. So I wanted to talk about the harsh judgment um, component. Now to get to another form of judgment, which is called righteous judgment. Now this judgment is acceptable, but only in a few cases. And that's only when it comes to more so holding the other person accountable for their actions and for what, you know, they they say that they're going to do. And this is mostly what we as Christians do for one another. And that's, you know, for instance, if you see your friend that is a believer and they, you know, I don't know, maybe they slip up and they fornicate or they go to a party or they go drinking or something like that. And they slip up. They do something that goes against God or that goes against, you know, what what the Lord would want us to do. In that particular instant, if you have a close relationship with this person, person, you could kind of hold them accountable and say, hey, you know, you know, you know, you really shouldn't do that. You know, do you need some more prayer? Do you need some support? You know, what can I do to help you not fall back into this habit or fall back into this particular sin? You know, what can I do to help you? You know, that's called righteous judgment because it's not harsh and it's done solely out of love. So the, the harsh judgment is solely out of just bitterness. And like I said, based on your own morals and beliefs and you just feel like what the person is doing, is doing is wrong. So you just want to let them know, like, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Shame on you. So it's harsh judgment is more so based in condemnation. But righteous judgment is more of like conviction, which is what the Holy Spirit does to us when we slip into sin or we slip into something that goes against him. He convicts us, but he never condemns us. Satan, however, condemns us. So it's important that we realize the difference between the both of those. You know, harsh judgment is never okay, but righteous judgment is appropriate. If, if, if you have a close relationship with someone and you're able to pull them to the side and say, hey, you know, I see you're struggling in this area. You know, how can I help you? you do you want to pray together? You want to read the word? I mean, whatever, whatever the situation may be. You know, you're being led by the spirit to say something to this person that you have a close relationship with 
and say, hey, how can I help you not fall into sin, not get into a pattern of behavior or thoughts that will pull you away from God? You know, so I think it's really important that we understand that. And even Christians, a lot of Christians don't know how to give righteous judgment. You know, they immediately go for the, you know, some people who have been taught a certain way, they just go for the harsh, the harsh criticism and judgment. They don't stop and pray and and use discernment and say, God, should I speak on this to this person? You know, should I say anything or should I just take it to prayer? You know, they just want to go ahead and react. And like I said, some people, based on how they were born and how they grew up, you know, that for a lot of people, that depicts the way they are and the way they act towards other people in certain situations. So we just have to be mindful of that as well. You know, just because, you know, people profess to be Christian doesn't mean that they always are led by the spirit of God. And we have to use discernment to know, you know, if this person is being led or not, you know. So I just really wanted to kind of briefly talk about that because I I know it's a big deal. And like I said, a lot a lot of Christians aren't going to get deep into it like that. But I wanted to kind of break that down because... I think it's, I just think we, we should stop harshly criticizing people and we should start praying more for people and asking the Lord, you know, Lord, where should I respond? You know, is this a situation where I should speak or is this a situation where I should be quiet? And that's especially for Christians and non-Christians. You know, if you get in a situation where you know, you feel some type of way about someone that that's close to you is doing something that you don't agree with. It's, it's just taking a step back and, and really thinking out what to do and say, you know, is it going to is it going to be a good thing for me to say something to this person? And if I do, how can I say it in the nicest possible way that's not going to make them feel like they're the most horrible person in the world and they can't ever do anything right? How can I do it in a way that's going to, you know, encourage them instead of scolding them? And I think that's the key. You know, I think a lot of people, they they talk and they say things to scold people, but they don't do enough of encouragement and love saying, okay, yeah, even though I don't agree with what you did, I still love you and I want you to be better and I want you to be encouraged to know that you can make a better choice that you can make better decisions. I don't want you to feel attacked and condemned because you made a wrong decision, because that happens sometimes. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to slip up. We're going to fall. You know, that's just a part of life. And, and God intended for it to be that way. You know, but I think in that case, it's just important for us to have more mercy on people when they make mistakes. You know, and, and this is something that I've learned more and more over the years. And just personally, you know, I, I, I'm very hard on myself. So when I make a mistake and I, I don't do something right, I tend to be really hard on myself. And I'm still working on it. I'm still praying about it. I'm still working with the Lord about that. And it's getting better, but it's not where I, I, I need it to be, you know. But I think when it comes to other people, I'm, I'm a lot more merciful because I know that I need that same mercy. I need that mercy from God every single day of my life. Because if I didn't have it, I don't know where I would be. <laughs> You know, just being honest. So I just really want to encourage you all, you know, to if you get in a situation 
you know, where you feel like you want to pass judgment on somebody, harsh judgment, (laughs) you know, just take a step back, back and pause and really just think about that person and really think about yourself and, and think, okay, if I was in this person's shoes and I really just needed guidance and I needed encouragement, what would I want to hear in this situation? I think it's important for you to, to step back and actually identify that and, you know, ask the Lord, just, you know, ask the Lord to give you more discernment and clarity about that person and what it is that they need to hear. Okay. And, and also just using discernment to know when to say something, when should, when should you say something to bring up that accountability, but do it in a loving and supportive way. That's not going to send the person into condemnation, but it's going to convict them lovingly to help them change whatever behavior or, or thoughts that they're having. Okay. So I really hope this was encouraging to you all, you know, definitely let me know what you think about it. Um, and I'm sure this topic will come up again in, in another form or anything, but I just wanted to talk about that. Um, and as always, I want to go ahead and end out with prayer and then we will get up out of here. All right. So heavily father, Lord, I just thank you, father God, for a new year. I thank you for allowing all of us to make it safely into the year 2020 father God, which is a new decade full of possibilities, full of promises, just full of experiences, experiences, um, that will tend to our growth, father God, whatever growth that you are looking for us to have this year, Father God, just allow us to be able to go through that process with no shame, Father God. And we just come against every attack of the enemy. We know he always has plans, Father God, but he does the same thing. He's very predictable. So we know, Father God, that you are a Lord who provides. You are a Lord who is true to your word. We know that we can rely on you, Lord. So we're asking that you help us in situations where we feel like we want to judge other people harshly, that we want to say things about people that we don't really know about God, just help us to stop and take a moment and to pray for people, to really just seek you for guidance and clarity into a person, into their life, into what they may need in the moment to help push them towards you and to help them become the person that you're calling them to be, Father God. And help us to not harshly judge ourselves when we make mistakes father God help us to have mercy on ourselves just like you have mercy on us father God we just we release every every bitterness father God we release all unforgiveness towards ourselves and other people father God we release all of that to you Lord and we ask that you would just give us the strength to forgive ourselves to forgive others father God so that we can truly walk into the purpose and the plan that you have for us, Lord. And we just thank you, Father God, that you have never forgotten about us, Lord. We thank you that you love us beyond all of our flaws and our shortcomings, Father God. You took all of that into account when you created us in our mother's womb, even from the moment that we were conceived and you decided to allow us to be born and you appointed us to different families, Father God. We know it was all by design, so we thank you, Jesus, that you are an intentional Father who has nothing but great things, Father God, in store for us. And you have our best interest at heart, Father God. So allow us to reach out our hands closer and to you, Father God, to 
that you would draw us closer to you, Lord, so that we can be able to hear what it is that you want us to hear, Father God, that you can reveal yourself to us, Father God, that we can grow even more deeply in love with you, Lord, and that we can have deeper bonds and a deeper relationship with you, Father God, so that we can fulfill our purpose on this earth. So, Lord, I just want to thank you, Father God, for this prayer. Lord, I agree with everything that you are doing for every person that is listening to this podcast under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray that you bless them. And I pray that you continue to cover them in each and every day and every place that you lead them, Father God. And we love you. We love you. We love you. And it is in your precious son's name that I do pray. Amen. Amen. So once again, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it more than I can say. I pray this topic encouraged you and I will see you all on the next episode. So take care. See you all later. Bye bye.